Yo, I remember Sunday mornings back in 1996 Right in front of the television Mama can't tell me shit Do the dishes, boy Rocket power on, let me skip Nah, never said that I ain't crazy, let's reminisce Chubby boy trying to figure out life And play his part Voice on TV asking me If I'm afraid of the dark Nah, never was Help me grow into something proper Beating beats Got him screaming out Ah, I'm a real monster I got in the sports late You never would see me dribble Mama gave birth to a genius They calling it Didi Pickle I'm in Dexter's lab, trying to check out them death toys After that, chilling with Ralph, making fun of them head boys Pop's not around, I'm learning from Uncle Phil and Bill Cosby I get in the situation, they got me 25 Still awaiting my letter from Hogwarts Yo, this 90s kid is still like a child of some sort yeah. Hello and welcome to the Massive Mediocrity Podcast. I am your host, Max Kesselring, and I'm here with a co-host with the most, Fraser Kesselring. How are you? Good, man. I didn't know I was doing a podcast with a horse today. <laughs> Why am I a horse? Because your voice sounds mad horse. <laughs> oh, I do. It's a sensual. I have a very sexy voice today. Uh... Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Some people call it... Se- <laughs> I didn't... I didn't know having a plague was sexy. <laughs> Dude, the allergies in upstate New York hit me hard. <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. I've been sick for about a month now. It's been Have good. Really? It's been good. Eh, no, just mostly the <laughs> the throat and nose. I don't know. We're doing okay. All right. Well, we're glad. To, we're glad to be podcasting. I'll tell you that much, though. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Football, dude, football is literally a f- just a couple of days away, and I cannot wait. Everyone should pause the podcast, go listen to September by Earth, Wind, and Fire, and then come back, and we'll be here. Or, or listen to when... Oh, no, we're not there yet. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking when September the Super ends, Bowl sh- we're just starting September, so... <laughs> or the Super Bowl Shuffle. Sense. Or um, what's what was Ruxin's the shuffle the Ruxin's dance, dude? That's a classic show, man. <laughs> Shiva Bowl Shuffle, the Shiva Bowl Shuffle. He had some big names in that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Marie Strones Drew. He was in it. It's so mm-hmm. funny to look back to like think about the who were the dominant players at the time, or like How even about- more funny is like who you draft in like the third round for like your number two wide receiver. Like those are the really funny names. Do you have any names from last year who you drafted in your fantasy that turned out really poorly? Uh, Doug Martin, Martavius Bryant. Wait, what um, round pick was Doug Martin in though? I got Doug Martin late. Oh, okay. I'm talking my like first, second or third. No, my first three picks were good last year. Um, okay, my fir- second or third round pick was Amari Cooper. So I remember. And your second round pick was Demarius, Demarius Thomas. You went Demarius Thomas, Amari Cooper. Well, Demarius Thomas was pretty decent, I would say. He was okay, but I got um, DeAndre Hopkins last year in the second or in the third. That's a lot better than me. I would I would agree, but that happens to everybody, and I'm, hopefully everyone has him. drafted. You passed on DeAndre Hopkins, I think, twice, so that I could get DeAndre Hopkins. That's because I had DeAndre Hopkins the year before, and he scored zero points. <laughs> I was yeah. burned. I couldn't emotionally get rid of the scar. to get you can't you gotta get past it, dude. You gotta, gotta get, get past up. it. All right, let's start off with a fantasy question, I guess. Uh, so, as all you should know, over the weekend, Jarek McKinnon was injured. 
Yeah. So he is out for the season. Fantasy owners are wondering who should you pick up as their backup. Frazier turned out has picked up both of the backups at different points in time and is now has Matt Burita on his team. Frazier, why Matt Burita over Alfred Morris? I don't think you should. I think it, you should have Alfred Morris. Then why did you get Alfred? Why did you get Matt Burita? Good question. You dropped Alfred Morris. I know. For I Matt dropped. Burita. I know. I don't know why I did that. I was I was looking at it today because I got Alfred Morris in all my other leagues. I think maybe just because I got Alfred Morris in all my other leagues, so I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna get one league where I have Brita just to see which one really kind of like turns. about. I I think Alfred Morris is the player. He's far less sexy, but he can handle the workload. He's gonna far less sexy. He's the least sexy. Oh, he is the least sexy. One of the least sexy players you could draft, and I don't think it's close. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're going about in the 10th round now in drafts, both of them. Yeah, but I you should have already drafted by now. If you haven't drafted, you're doing it wrong. I don't know about that. I think drafting Dude, today or up until Thursday is fine. My, I, th- I come at it from a commissioner's standpoint. If you don't have your draft set up before Labor Day, that's sketchy. It's sketchy because a lot of stuff can go go on. But I know two that's people what I'm that are having drafts tonight. Okay. Um, Moving on. So what you see, I would argue though that Brita might be better in the PPR sense. If you're in a PPR league, Brita is going to be a third down worker. You don't think so? Brita has really never been known to catch a lot of of balls. He's never really been known as a pass catcher. I don't think he had 30 catches last year, and he's going to get far less of a workload. Um, He is super sparky though. He has unbelievable physical. attributes and scored he scored i think number two for all running backs in the spark score so like that's like the burst scores uh, um that stuff includes you know like the shuttle time um broad jump stuff like that that shows your like athleticism um so he's super sparky so he could pop but he's really never been known to have a huge workload i think he got around 13 touches last year um, granted they had a, a pretty good running back, um, in Carlos Hyde, but, um, for the most of the season, but so Brita, I think he's been, ca- he's being cast as his PPR, um, play, but I don't know if it really makes a difference between the two. I think Alfred Morris, um, just as a whole is probably the better bet. Let's just say though, they were not very excited about any of the San Francisco backfield. I wasn't even excited about McKinnon and now that McKinnon's gone, I'm still, not yeah. excited for what they have going on. Yeah, I was fading McKinnon pretty hard. I wasn't targeting him at all. I didn't get him in any of my drafts. Um, I just didn't. I liked the players around him a lot more. Um, a lot of my teams, I went running back, running back. So that kind of knocked him out of the contention for that like early third, late second. I was trying to get another running back before him, hoping you know, uh, a different running back fell to me where, you know, I, I got Leonard Fournette in one league and uh, Deontay Freeman in another, so, or Devontae Freeman. So I just, I, I wasn't targeting him. I didn't care for him. I didn't think he was very good in Minnesota. I thought the, the, the opportunity was so great. Got, yeah. It was good opportunity, but I just didn't really see the player in that role. Yeah, so I wasn't I don't seeing know. the potential that he, people thought he had. I didn't think there was a lot of room for growth on what he did. I think that's basically just what he is. 
Yeah, so I, I wasn't targeting him at all. So I don't feel great about anything in the backfield. But I think Alfred Morris has a chance to be how he was in Dallas. Just a serviceable, he's he's going to get the yards that's blocked for him. Uh, nothing Morris, flashy. I've always been an Alfred Morris defender. Like, I always thought he was pretty decent. Especially from the fact that, like, he's really good at, like, holding the fort. He's really good, um, as people say, just a guy. He's a jag. He's a really good one, though. Like, he's... He's someone you want on your team just in case something happens. It's like Bilal Powell. You'll never be upset having Bilal Powell as your running back. He will be very, very fine. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I think Alfred Morris will be fine. He's not going to be flashy. I think he'll be a number three. three. Yes. At best, either one is going to be a number three running back with, you know, flex potential. But I don't think either of them really have much more than that. Totally agree. Totally agree. Let's move on to what the main discussion of the night was going to be. Uh, we're going to break down each division and tell you who we think our winners are going to be. So while we're talking about San Francisco, let's start off with the NFC West. And this is a division with the Cardinals, Rams, Niners, and Seahawks. Frazier, who do you got winning this division? I got the Rams winning it. They're just super talented. Um, I think Sean McVay is, is a really good coach. Um, what they did with their offense last year was really impressive. I think Brandon Cooks coming in to take over the Sammy Watkins role um, might not necessarily be an upgrade. Um, it's uh, It just keeps that position of power um, without the drop-off. You know, I don't think it's a drop-off. So I think Cooks is pretty good. Um, I, I like Todd Gurley a lot. I just think they also brought in... Um, who did they bring on the defensive side? I'm blanking. Akib Tlaib? Yeah. Didn't they? They brought in Marcus, Pe- Marcus Peters. They brought in Dominican Sue. Yeah. Well, I mean, I yeah, I kind of forgot that that was an addition. I figured they just had him already. But no, Dominican yeah. Sue, Akib Tlaib, Marcus Peters. Like, they added a bunch of good defensive yeah. players. Like, that's it's a gonna, pretty insane defense. Yeah. It's one of those, you know, when you look at it, it's super super special i don't know how all the personalities are really gonna fit um but does it matter that much on defense yeah it does there's so much communication that goes on defense there is there's certain like positions like you know the outside linebacker who's pretty much just gonna rush the passer um yeah like nanapkins who's gonna go forward like i don't know how much chemistry there needs to be he's gonna be so much more imposing that and he's a professional he'll figure it out like it, that I don't know. You just called Dominican Sue a professional. Fuck out of here, dude. He's been good for a very long time. That's not what being a professional is. I'd say well, like he's, Larry Fitzgerald is a professional. Okay, I think I would argue he's Sue a, is stomps on people's heads. He's not a professional good per. He's not like a good person, but he's good at a, being a football player. It's like someone who's good at uh, That's not what being trading a stocks. Is. They're they're cutthroat, but then they still do really good every single quarter. I think we're using two different terms to describe. Like, I I get it. He's super impactful, but he's not like a guy that I'm going to trust to. He might get suspended. You know what I mean? Like, that's not. I don't think he gets suspended off the field. He gets suspended on the field, which I think is different. field shit. Yeah, well, that's slightly different. He's never really been known for having a great attitude on the field. True. And neither has Marcus Peters. True. And neither has a team Khalib or what's his name? 
Akib Talib. Akib Talib. So you have three <laughs> players that have all have been kicked out of multiple NFL games. That's what I'm talking about. There is potential for that defense from a chemistry standpoint to go sour. But they got really good talent. Yes, that's that's a hundred percent. But I'm just saying, like that yeah. defense could go sour. Yeah. Uh, that's I, all. So I, that's it. Yeah. But I think I, I guess the, I, the talent is going to overshine what I think could potentially go wrong. Totally. I'm gonna. My pick is also with the Rams, and you know, it's not because I want to agree with you. It's because I don't think the other teams are really ready to take over. Um, the Niners with Garoppolo are too far away. They were at a huge talent deficit um, a year or two ago, and they still have a long way to work themselves back into being a contender. Um, the Seahawks, I have no idea what their defense is going to be with basically the Legion of Boom gone. Um, they're going to be hurting on defense. I think Russell Wilson's going to be running like a chicken with his head cut off a lot. Um, yeah, he's got a chance of winning MVP, but it's because he might be coming from behind and winning a bunch of close games that, like he's known to do. And then the Cardinals are in full rebuild mode. I mean, they have Sam Bradford as their quarterback. I will never pick Sam Bradford as a uh, division-winning quarterback. Um, and as as for the Rams, I am big on Todd Gurley this year. I think Todd Gurley is going to be the number one running back once again in fantasy. Um, I'm big on Todd Gurley. He's got the contract. He's got uh, you know he's got a good quarterback, a good system for him. Uh, I don't think Jared Goff is bad. Uh, I think he's a you know decent quarterback, a quarterback that can run the offense for a guy like Todd Gurley. I think they're going to repeat as uh, division champs. It's crazy how the narrative of Jared Goff has just changed so drastically. Like to yeah. think about where Jared Goff was two years ago, when everyone's like, "Holy shit!" Like he might be one of the worst quarterbacks picked in the first round. You know, and it's called Jeff like, Fisher. Yeah, Jeff Fisher, Mister Eight and Eight. That's why. That's exactly so what's, why. What's your West NFC West look like? So, um, do you know what I mean? Like, what's your? Top oh yeah. Bottom? I mean, I don't. I I don't really know. Uh. I, I'm gonna go Rams. Uh, this is off the cuff. Rams, Seahawks, Niners, Cardinals. I think the Seahawks have too much history of doing well or over outperforming what they should do. If that makes sense. Like I believe a lot in Russell Wilson. I think he's a really strong quarterback, and I think he slightly gets. I don't want to say underrated, but he gets looked over a lot of times. And I don't know if the Niners are ready to take over the number two spot in that division. Yo, I had the exact same thing. So I think this, the Seahawks, they, they tend to outperform expectation. Um, you know, Russell Wilson's a champ. Uh, he's good. I just, they have too much history of doing well. You know, their mm-hmm. defense is going to be suspect, but I also think everyone's kind of counting them out. Um, I would not I, do that. I think that's a little premature. I think the 49ers mm-hmm. are probably a year away. I think they're getting a lot of hype. You know, Jimmy G is 16 to 1 to win the MVP. As you know, I put my I told you that was insane. The line. Huh? I told I told you that was insane. Yeah, so I put my nutsack on the line for that one. And if he wins, I will get punched in the nuts. But I don't see that happening. Um, you know, they did get Richard Sherman, but I don't know. The de- the defense still has a decent ways to go, and Jimmy G still has some learning to do, so I think they're probably a year away, and the Cardinals' O-line is probably the worst O-line in the NFL. Um, David Johnson can nullify some of that, but 
You know, Sam Bradford, personally, my over-under on games played for Sam Bradford is six right now, and I would probably <laughs> bet the under heavy. Sam Bradford, there's no way he's playing more than eight games. Uh, then you got Josh Rosen, and, and do you have Josh any confidence Rosen in that? Josh Rosen is like, know? people call him like mini Rogers or some shit because he's yeah. autistic. <laughs> All right, let's, we got to move on. Let's move on to a different division. <laughs> we're, we're just in the NFC West. We're going to the NFC East. Uh, we got the the Super Bowl champions in this division. Do you think the they repeat? NFC East? Yeah, NFC East. So wait, we're going from NFC West to... Okay, NFC East. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sorry, I just like was trying to find where I'm at on my little sheet here. Continue. No, you're good. So who do you got NFC East? I got the Eagles repeating, um, mm-hmm. but this should be a decent division. I think the Giants and the Redskins are actually going to be all right. Um, I kind of like the Redskins and the Giants, actually. I don't know what their season over-unders are, but I think the Giants kind of gave up last year. They were out a bunch of their top wide receivers. They had a really shitty O-line. Um, Eli just didn't have it. I think they could turn it around this year. Um, you know, with Saquon, we'll see how that experiment goes. But their defense, their defense went from second in the league in 2016 to 22nd in 2017. And they didn't lose that many players to have such a drastic drop off. Right. So I think they're going to probably positive regression. They'll go back to not the second, but closer to the top 10 than the Mm -hmm. top 20 um so i think there's gonna be some positive regression with that i think saquon's a game changer you know the human human quadricep is just absolutely (laughs) ridiculous watching him run i just saw him in the one preseason game and it's really impressive the patience the cutting the balance he is super impressive i'm really excited to see him play this year um so that being said i I think the Giants are probably going to come in second in the division, mm-hmm. and I have the Redskins third, and then the Cowboys last. But this should be, a, I think, a relatively close race. I don't see any team yeah. being, you know, three and thirteen. I think it'll be closer to. You know, I do a lot. Of, you think someone will be three and thirteen? Yeah, I think the Cowboys might be three and thirteen. Four, four and twelve. I think four and twelve is very likely for them. Yeah, I can see four and twelve for them, and then like eight and eight for the Giants and Redskins respectively, and then the Eagles sneak like by with a division win at like nine. No, I'm thinking like oh, ten wow. and six. Well, th- okay. I'm nervous right now because of Wentz. Right, he's missing the first game for sure. How long will he be out? Uh, and Fultz has not looked great, and they have a lot of other players that are banged up. They, it's not the talent I'm worried about with the Eagles. It's the health. They have a lot of injured players. J.J. is injured. Um, I th- uh, some of their JJ, line is injured. because he has, uh, what's it called, on his knees. His knees are all jacked up. Oh, de- like uh, degenerative disc disease or something? Degenerative yeah, it's kind of knee like, disease? Like, yeah, like Kawhi Leonard? Little... Does Kawhi have that too? No, Kawhi's got that I think Kawhi's something like that. So, oh, yeah, he has, a, he has a degenerative issue in his thigh, though, I think. Hmm. Regardless. Um, yeah, I just... I don't know. I worry about them and what they do without Wentz. So if they get off to a slow start, I can see them winning like 11 and five or like 10 and six, but still winning the division because I think those other teams are going to kind of beat themselves up. I don't think they're 
good enough to separate from other teams, but I think they're good enough to be in a lot of close games. And the NFC East always ends up being like that, like super yeah. close. It could be like six and ten Cowboys, seven and nine Giants, you know, eight and eight Redskins, and then like ten and six Eagles, like all within like four games. For sure. I don't see anyone running away with this division. I think there's another division in the NFL that's like this too. Um, but so yeah, what's what's your uh, what's your rundown of the NFC East? I got the Eagles winning it because I think their talent is going to overcome. They have too many good players. That roster is stacked, and they're willing to do interesting things um, with that offense and defense because they have really good coaching. Um, at least what we've seen in the past year. I mean, it's kind of hard to argue with it. And then. I really like Alex Smith. I've always talked up Alex Smith. Um, yeah, you have. And I'm going to take the Redskins coming in second in that division because um, they're kind of the team that you don't talk about that always ends up being decent. Um, and then the Giants, they have to be the next team because I in no way think the Cowboys are ready to do better than any of those other teams. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Yeah, the don't... Redskins are the one team I'm worried about coming in second because like, I just think they're, I think they're going to come in second because of the pieces they added. I don't think they lost enough for them to change drastically where they were last season. Um, but like they could easily come in third or I, I don't see them coming in fourth. The problem is gotcha. you see an, an injury in this division and it totally swings what happens. Do you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. Eli's gone, who's the quarterback? I mean, Eli plays every game, but like, if Wentz doesn't play the whole season, they could easily not win the division. Yeah, so I think Wentz might miss like the first three weeks. Yeah, I almost guarantee he misses the first three weeks. That's what I'm thinking. That's in my head what's happening. Pastor Foles. <laughs> All right, we're going to another division. We're going to the Frazier's favorite division. You know what I'm talking about. The NFC gang, gang. North. Gang, gang. The, potentially All right, the let me best do, division. I don't even want to hear it. So let us let me be Frazier real quick. So the Packers are going to win. They got all these great players. Blah, 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 blah. They're awesome. They're awesome. Aaron Rodgers won't get injured. His collarbones totally are fixed. There's no problem with them. Uh, Mike McCarthy totally knows what he's doing. And uh, <laughs> we have a great new GM. We have a great new GM, and I love all the signings he's made. Look at all these signings. This guy who's good at doing this, and this guy who's really good at tackling, and this guy who's catching the ball. Not bad. Frazier, Frazier would you I like to... With, uh, I agree with, like, two of the things you said. <laughs> yeah. First of all, like, so I agree with the, the collarbone thing. <laughs> Once it's fixed, it's fixed. Like there's That's nothing that can go right. wrong with it. There's yeah. nothing. I mean, he can break it. He can break <laughs> yeah. it, but like it's not going to be like you know when Gronk broke his forearm and then there was a whole thing about him coming back because it got fit. Like that shit is way past with Rogers. So like his forearms not is like his collarbones intact. We know that. Sure. Um, he is kind of an injury risk, but he also hasn't. Think about back when Sam Bradford missed all those that time when he was like a rookie in his sophomore year. Sam Bradford missed a ton of time. And he st- continues to miss time. Sam Bradford? Yeah. No, he hasn't. All right. Sam Bradford games plays last four years. Okay. Go ahead. So um, I'll just go through <laughs> who I have. I got yeah. the Packers, obviously. I know it's oh, a duh. home pick. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm gonna go through it anyways. No, tell me Fuck why. You. Like, I want to know why at yeah. least. No, okay. I do. So, you know, obviously Rogers is healthy. Um, their defense should be better. 
they are really thin at inside linebacker and outside linebacker, um, but they do have some pieces out at outside linebacker, uh, Nick Perry and um, Clay Matthews. So as long as they stay healthy and inside linebacker isn't as important in Mike Pettin's defense because he runs a lot of um, nickel. So he'll have a lot of like safety. So like a lot of times we'll have like five DBs on the field at once. And they got players that work in that system. Um, They got uh, Josh, Josh Jackson, who is big physical corner, you know, Jairi Alexander, who, who's a little shorter, um, Kevin King, who's six, one crazy athletic. So we'll see, you know, it, it's going it to depend a lot on how their rookies on the defensive side of the ball, um, pick up, you know, they Jairi Alexander and Josh Jackson have had amazing preseasons, but you know, preseasons are preseason for a reason it means nothing so we'll see if they can come back and perform then they should be pretty good um they brought back tremont williams which i was really happy about um yeah so they actually cornerback could be a position of strength for them where we were playing latarius gunter you know 15 games a few years ago who is not currently on our roster so that is a big yeah. difference, but it all hinges on Rogers' health. I want to put. That's what I want to say. I want to hear the hot take, the the spicy hot take that Frazier thinks Deshaun Kaiser is not that bad. Deshaun. Yeah, D E S H O N E. Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser. Oh, it's Deshaun, the same thing. Uh, Deshaun. Yeah. Sorry. Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah. Deshaun yeah. Kaiser is not terrible. They okay. They felt so good why. about. Well, they felt so good about him that they traded away. Brent Hundley, who was their quarterback for eight games and went three and five with their team last year, to <laughs> whoa, um, ringing endorsement. <laughs> well, dude, he went three and five. That defense sucked. Like that team's not very good, but like he at least won a few games. Um, yeah. and he was a serviceable serviceable backup. Uh, they shipped him off to Seattle and they brought in Kaiser and Kaiser Soso. You know, he he'll be well. Okay. Kaiser hasn't He's- won a single game in the NFL. Just want to point that out there. I know, but he was on the Browns, but like he has a part of the Browns circus. Deshaun Kaiser is not terrible, and he just wasn't coached (laughs) last year. True, it's hard to do anything well when you don't have a coach. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we were just talking about the dude on the Rams, um, Jared Goff, and how bad he was two years ago and now last year he you know was a decent nfl quarterback and it's because the coach changed i'm not saying mike mccarthy is sean McVay because he's not even you know a tenth of that but you know they have you know roger the rogers coach you know that that, i think that's important but it doesn't matter i don't care about deshaun kaiser i just care about roger staying healthy and if he stays Uh, healthy they're gonna do well one thing I do want to say that I liked that they did this offseason is they brought in probably the two best tight ends that the Packers have ever had since mm-hmm. Rodgers has been on. I mean, Jimmy Graham, clearly mm-hmm. an upgrade. Uh, Huge great, upgrade. Re- great red zone threat still. I I think he's going to have a really good year. I actually think he's going to have a way better year than people think. And then I also want to shed some light on Mercedes Lewis has been a good tight end for a long time. He's better than what they had already. If they just got Mercedes Lewis, I would still be like, oh, okay, that works. <laughs> like, that's fine. Low I like key, that a pickup. really good blocking tight end. Totally. 
That's a great tight end group they, right there. It's a great start. They also brought in Lask Hendricks, who so, is, a, I, is a really good pass catching tight end. No, I'm I'm happy with that. That's one thing I'm like kind of impressed with is their group that they kind of assembled through free agency. There, um, I guess I'll, I'll run down my teams. Um, oh, let's run down yours first. Actually, I want to hear okay, who yeah. you have after the Packers because we okay, already so, knew you were going to pick the Packers. Yeah. I almost put the Vikings. The Vikings Ooh. are super talented. The only thing that you know I had to put the brakes on a little bit was Kirk. I just like don't trust Kirk. I don't think he's it. You know, he was an average quarterback last year. He's mm-hmm. kind of been an average quarterback for his career. And I don't know if he's been hyped up because of all the contract ne- negotiations or how he kept getting franchise tagged. I'm not really sure why, but I think he's a middle-of-the-road quarterback. And I don't... Everyone was talking about this huge upgrade from Keenum to him. I think there's an upgrade, but I don't think it's nearly as big as everyone else is talking about. And I know they were pretty close mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl last year, but... I just I don't know. We'll see. They they they're going to be good. They're going to be really good. And this this whole division's pretty good. Who you got next? Um and then next I have the Brown or the Bears. Uh you can talk about that in a bit. The Bears scary defense this year. Their one hole was at the outside pass rush and they got not that anymore. Daniel Mack. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. that is not one of their issues. Let's not so, talk about that. Let's skip over right over the Khalil Mack thing. We'll talk about it when we get to the Raiders. Okay. I, I'm crying so that, over here. That was huge for them. They really have gone all in. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure, but I feel pretty solid about the, about mm-hmm. the Bears. Um, they did get Allen Robinson last year, who is coming off an ACL injury, but he was never really someone who created a ton of separation. He was a big body kind of wide receiver. Um, he, he's good. He, he's good. It helps out that that offense a lot. They have a good one-two punch with Jordan Howard and Tory Cohen um, from a running ball standpoint. Their O-line is decent. Um, it's all going to come down to uh, Trubisky, Mitchell. Mitchell <laughs> yes, Trubisky. it will. It'll definitely come down to him. I have very little confidence in him, but I don't have. I'd love to be proven wrong. I'd love to be proven wrong. They might do what they did with McVay though, and line up early, run a lot of RPO, and you know they make better. Line they should. The coach, the coaches make line adjustments. So I don't know. Totally. Um, and then I have the Lions coming in last. They're not going to be even that bad. I think this is just going to be a tough division. Totally. All right. For me, I got the Vikings number one. I have the Vikings weighing this. Um, I think they have really good balanced roster. Um, and I think some of that's got overlooked a lot is Harrison Smith and what he does from the stage position and how he controls the game and how much he does for that defense. Like that defense is run through having like really good players covering a lot and a lot of ground. Um, so I like the I like them. Uh, I love what they have at the wide receiver positions at Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Um, I think their skill positions are some of the best in the league. I mean, it's kind of hard to argue with how productive those two have been. Um, yeah, and then and Delvin I, Cook. Delvin Cook, yeah, I, he was great when he was playing, and I I don't know how much of it, that injury is going to really affect him. We'll see, but I mean, I think their backup is serviceable. I mean, I think. Um, Latavius Murray is basically just a, a decent version, a better version of Alfred Morris. You can't tell me they're that much different. No, they're probably the same. 
pretty pretty similar. And I th- do think Kirk Cousins is an upgrade. I, I think, think Alfred Cousins... Morris actually might get more what's blocked for him than <laughs> Latavius. I, they're very similar. I would say that yeah. Latavius can fall for more though because he's six foot three or whatever. He's a freaking tall person. Big boy. Big boy now. Um, then I got after them. I got the Packers. Um, when you have Aaron Rodgers, you're basically looking at nine or ten wins. And I think that's what it'll take to get that spot. Um, and then I got the Bears after that, just because I'm, I'm running it down almost similar to yours, but I got the Vikings winning the division. I, I don't trust a lot of the players on the Bears, but their defense is a lot better than anything that the Lions have. Like, they have a legit defense, and if Roquan Smith gives them what they need, uh, the, and it, so it's Smith... They got Mac. They've got oh, who's that freaking edge rusher? Who, or he's kind of thicker. Freaking where is? Um, I can't remember his name right now off the top of my head. A key is it? Akeem Hicks. That'd be what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But they have a lot of Kyle Long. I mean, they have a lot of good players on that defense. I think that's going to be if they can run the ball, play good defense. I think they're locked in at the third spot in that division uh lions i i just have no feel for them to be honest i think they're just the de facto fourth team in this division because i think the other teams have more going for them um, Their defense is not good it's not great and i don't think their offense is good enough to carry them i mean they don't have the game changers that they need and maybe carry on johnson will be that guy but i don't think he's ready i really don't yeah. i don't think he's even close all right, let's move on. A division that's going to be super close. And NFC has just been kind of a freaking slaughterhouse. The NFC teams is are all good. rough, dude. <laughs> dude, it's rough. The NFC is nice. NFC is mad nice. Last division in that conference, the NFC South. Probably the closest division we have. Um, minus the Bucks. Minus the Bucks. We don't have to talk about they them that suck. much. They suck. They have Fitzmagic, though. Dude, according to their GM, he could take over the starting role. Yeah, he totally could because James Winston's not that good. <laughs> it makes bad decisions. They have a bunch of quarterbacks that make all bad decisions. Great. That's a great, great organization. At least, least <laughs> Fitzmagic's bad decisions only come on the field, where James Winston's <laughs> bad decisions come on and off the field. He is constantly making terrible decisions. He's just a bad decision In real maker. life and in real football games. <laughs> hey, I'm on an Uber. You know what would be good if I just fucking groped the driver for no reason? And would be like my third sexual harassment case. Sick. We some, we some dogs. Dude. We some dogs. Dude, you can eat that L, bruh. Tell me how that L takes, Jameis. So we're going to lock them in at the four spot, I want to say. Yeah. that's the, Dude, it's funny you say that because as I was doing this division, I wasn't sure what I was going to do with the rest, so I just locked the Bucks in at the fourth spot. <laughs> You're just like, I'll figure out the rest. I'm like, I'll figure out the rest, but they're definitely in the fourth spot. <laughs> dude, is there any sh- bright lights? Is there any like uh, things that Bucks fans should look forward to if you're even a Bucks fan? Like, who are they? But Mike Evans in your D-line is real nice. Their D line's really good, um, and Mike Evans. That's pretty much what you have to look forward to. 
All right, I'd, I'd offer up O.J. Howard and his development. I think O.J. Howard could be a great tight end in the league for a while, so I'm going to throw his name in the hat. Okay. That's, I mean, that's that's fine. That's all. I just wanted yeah, to Yeah, I mean, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, that's a good call. All right, good call. Let's, get, let's get into these three, uh, you know, really close, uh, really close race between these three teams. We got the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Saints. It has to be one of these three teams to win the division. Who do you have? Of the Falcons, um, Falcons number one. Their speed on their defense is elite. Um, yeah, I just I like I like the pieces they have. They still have a, a fast defense, fast young defense. Matt Ryan is constantly overlooked. Um, I think he's really, you know, he he he's a really solid, good quarterback, and they have a bunch of really good pieces around him. They're. Um, I think was it last year they just got a new offensive coordinator, so they'll have a little more um, stabilization at the mm, offensive. More. Mm. Huh? Yep, I agree. Yeah, so they'll have a little more. Um, it'll be a little more stable. Um, I just, I just think they're good. Um, and then I have the Saints, in the number two spot. But the thing is, any three of those teams I could see in the number one position. You know, so at Saints, I have number two. Drew Brees is just always going to do Drew Brees shit. They have a lot of really good <laughs> offensive weapons. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Kamar Aiken or Kamar, uh, Elvin Kamara, sorry, Elvin Kamara comes back and if he can produce the same way that he did last year. Um, they have, they have, Michael Thomas is probably one of the best young wide receivers we have. So we have him. Um, they got Cameron Meredith. I'm pretty sure from the yep, Bears. Yeah, they do. Last I, I kind of like that personally. I think that's a good. Yeah, signing. I thought it was. I, a, I thought it was a nice signing, but it hasn't really been talked about. There's another wide receiver yeah. that they've been talking about uh, instead of him for the number two role. Um, and then they brought back um, what's his name, old tight end Ben Watson. Oh, Ben Watson. Old I'm Ben sure Watson. They brought back old Ben Watson. He's produced, dude. Big he ben. produced last time he was with them. So their totally. their team is just good. It it's gonna be interesting to see how Marcus Davenport um performs this year. I think he should be pretty good. Their defense isn't terrible. I just kind of their like defense them. is that, upgraded. I think their defense is decent for sure. Like they have yeah. a lot of guys you wouldn't maybe have heard of, but they all do their job and they're all pretty good. Like I I, I definitely like their team. Yeah, and then I have the Panthers last, uh, or not last, uh, third. You know, as I said, if it, it's a, a lot of it is going to hinge on Keekley's health. Mm-hmm. That dude's a complete monster. I pray monster. to God he does not get another concussion because seeing him I get know. that last concussion so was maybe one of the saddest I've ever been while watching a football game. Mm-hmm. He, when he was crying, dude, I was like, "Oh my God! Like this is freaking unbearable." That I, really, yeah, the concussion thing that is really shook me, man. Because it wasn't even a big hit. It was like. It was just kind of a weird thing, and he knew immediately, and he started crying. It was just really sad. Um, so it's going to depend on his health. I think Thomas Davis is suspended. Don't quote me on that, but I think he's suspended for PEDs. Um, okay. Well, did he have uh, Mark Ingram's guy? Were they in connection? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, so, and then the Panthers, but either, any three of those teams, I could easily see winning the division. I think this is one of the hardest times I had picking a division winner. Mm-hmm. Totally. I, for me, I, I'm picking the Saints to win it because I think they have a really just 
just good roster. Like I think they are just really well coached and a really good roster and they have Drew Brees at the helm. And even if he gets injured, they still have, uh, they got Teddy Bridgewater as a backup, right? Yeah. That's a really good sign. And I think it's a great signing because what happens to your Super Bowl chances? If you lose Brees, they're shit. You have Taysom Hill and JT Barrett as your other options. Then you go out and sign a guy who could actually, you know, bring you and it could be the next guy after Brees leaves. I mean, Breeze doesn't have a ton more years left. Two more, maybe? Three? He hasn't shown any sign of regression yet. I mean, he's still a complete monster. Um, But with a guy like Bridgewater, he's a great insurance policy. So I love what they did there. Um, I'm going with them first. Then I'm going with the Falcons second because... I think you're right with your Matt Ryan take. I think Vic Beasley is a complete freak off the edge. Vic Beasley, that's who I was you got. Of. You got to mention him. They added. They have great freaking skill position players. Like these are the skill position players: Devonta Freeman, Calvin Ridley, Mohamed Sanu, Tevin Coleman, Julio Jones. You know what I mean? I'm just naming really effective, good players. Like that's not to mention their backups, who are all like decent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, they just they have a lot of talent good old on that line team. Too. That's a good old, good old line. line. Yep, they have Alex Mack, who's not you know he's nothing to uh, nothing to scoff at. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. And then I think the Panthers are third in that division. People are talking of Tristan McCaffrey. It scares me. Not sure if he's ready for that amount of hype, but uh, okay. Tristan McCaffrey's good. I don't know if he's there yet. Um, I mean, he was the number ten. Is, Number 10 running back in PPR last year. He put on some yeah. weight, and they didn't really even use him that effectively last year. I think mm-hmm. he's legit. Yeah, the no, I do too. People are always afraid to give these smaller running backs a lot of carries, but that's how he ran when he was at Stanford. He was a yep. between-the-tackles runner. No, he can do it. I just don't know if he's ready to be like a number, the number one running back in fantasy football, which people are saying I don't think he'll be the number one, but I think he, you can almost pencil him in barring injury top 10 from like top 10 okay i could see him easily finishing in top i'd say outside the top 10 i could see him finishing 11 12 13 easily um if this offense doesn't click you know they have kind of a weak receiving core devin funchess um greg olson's old um he's just old curtis samuel i mean i kind of like devin funchess I know, but DJ Moore, like that's I don't love what they have. DJ Moore might be good, but it's, he's not ready yet. He's a rookie. Rookie receivers are always take a little while to get going. So if they start off slow, those other teams aren't going to let them uh, stay there. You know what I mean? It's gonna yeah. they're gonna pass him by. I get it. That offense has been able to produce though without stellar offensive weapons. I mean, you think even back when they had Kelvin Benjamin, everyone kind of hyped them up. But like, what's Kelvin Benjamin? You know, a, a right. decent jump ball wide receiver. He He's fine. He's just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that offense, I think, can produce no matter what. And if Cam can learn to pass the ball to the running back more efficiently, they could be even scarier. But he just, like, has a hard time making the easy pass for some reason. <laughs> All right, we're going to move over to the AFC. We've got to get going on these before we're going to run out of time. Let's talk about the easiest division in professional sports to call the AFC East, the Patriots division. Yeah. The AFC Patriots. The AFC Pats. The Pats are the number one. Even if Tom Brady goes down, the infrastructure is just so damn solid. You know, they were down to their 
third or fourth quarterback two years ago um, when Brady was suspended for the flake eight. Julian Edelman was kind of throw the ball around. Dude, Julian Edelman was their next play. Mm -hmm. And you know what? They probably still would have won that game. (laughs) They're just, they're ridiculous. So I got the Pats. Surprisingly, I have the Jets number two. I don't know how you feel about that, but um, I'll, I'll let it go. I'm sure it's Josh or Sam Darnold thing. Um, so we'll let it go. I'll let you. I'll let it slide. There's not just, a lot of confidence in the rest of this division. So that's the thing. It was like the <clears throat> the lesser of three evils. I don't like the Dolphins. The Bills. The only thing about the Bills. Sorry, I'm adjusting. Ugh. The only thing about the Bills is everyone thought they were going to suck last year, and they made the playoffs. The only difference is their schedule last year was shit. (laughs) (laughs) They had one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. And now they have one of the hardest schedules in the NFL. I don't think they have enough talent to make up for that. And they don't have Tyrod Taylor. Yes. It's Tyrod. We're not going with Tyrod anymore. It's Tyrod. It's Tyrod. I cannot wait for them to see their quarterback play this year and think to themselves, shit, I wish I had Tarad. Because <laughs> Tarad is going to tear it up for the Browns. <laughs> and <laughs> the Bills fans are going to be like a sore X. They're going to be like, oh shit, like, you know, this is, we got fat and like, we just stopped working out and like, you know, I'm not pushing myself and like, I kind of just like, I'm not like learning anymore, and like my ex girlfriend, like she's out there, and she's like, she's like an Instagram model now, and she's like with this other team. <laughs> That'll be Tyrod. That's Tyrod, and the Bills are the the sad sack ex boyfriend who got fat and plays a lot of Fortnite. Uh, I'm going with the Patriots number one, the Patriots. Patriots, what the hell? Uh, you say Patriots? I'm going. Let's not talk about it. And then no one says Patriots. We're skipping it. We're skipping what I accidentally said. And then Joey Betts oh, is going to love this. I'm going with the Dolphins number two. Um, I think they have Did you mean to say Dolphins? <laughs> Dolphins? Dude, it's hot. It's hot in my room. You it's so hot right dolphin? now. I'm melting. Dolphins? Dolphins. How many A's are in dolphin? How many, how many A's are in that word, Max? <laughs> D-A-L-A-P-H-I-N. <laughs> Dolphins. <laughs> There's so many A's in Dolphins. You're freaking foreigner. All right. The so you Dolphins, got the, though. The, you got the Dolphins at number two yeah. in the AFC East? Yeah, I do. I got uh, them last. I just think they kinda... suck. <laughs> no. No way. They're not going to suck as bad as the freaking Bills. No way they win less than the Bills. Yo, bet? Sure. Right. What do you want to bet? What do you want to bet? I don't know. What do you want to do on it? Five bucks? I hate this. I don't want to bet against the Bills because I have to watch the Bills every week because they're the only team on in upstate New York. So no, I can't do it. I can't do it right now, dude. I have to root for them to win. Mouth is. I don't want to. This mouth, bitch. This mouth, bitch. And then I got their quarterback situation so bad. It's horrendous. This mouth, bitch. Uh, so I got the Jets three, Bills four. Moving on. Not excited about that division in any way. Don't really feel like discussing them anymore. You got anything else? No, they are how I felt about the AFC uh, South last year. 
I don't mm. want to watch any of those games. I just don't care. Pats are going to oh, dominate. I, other te- other three teams are going to be like middle of the road to shitty, and that's just like it. That's it. I think the second I'm best done. team in that division is going to be six and ten. Dude, right? <laughs> I really think that's possible. All right, we're going to the AFC West, a division that's near and dear to my heart and is making me very, very sad as of recent. I, I'm going to lock it in for both of us. The Raiders. The sad, sad Raiders. The stupid, stupid Raiders that give up Khalil Mack in a second round pick. The most valuable thing in the league for two firsts and blah, blah, blah. And now you don't have Mack on your team anymore. Raiders are coming in last. Raiders are going to be last, last, last in this division. Yeah. They suck now. I mean, their defense is already bad. They're they already be really had one bad. of the worst. They had like the second worst defense in the league last year. Now they have the worst defense in the league. Yeah, Hands like I get, down. What, I get what they're trying to do, but you need do to you? keep. No, okay. So I listened to the GM Street podcast, and they're talking about how they're trying to change the culture and how Gruden doesn't believe in playing any player besides a quarterback over twenty million dollars, and Mac was going to be that. So they had to get what they could um, and get rid of him. The Patriots did it. Basically, they're trying to be like the Patriots. They got rid of Chandler Jones. Basically, the same kind of deal. Um, yeah, but not because Chandler Jones is in a top three best defensive player in the league. I would agree with that's that. Where, but Chandler that's Jones is far off. I'm just from. trying to find like the closest comp you can. Um, but that's no, a I agree. decent comp. But like mm-hmm. Khalil Mack is one of the youngest, most dominant defensive players we have in the NFL. And well, the Derek argument- Carr, who I like is barely a top 15 quarterback. Right. I'm putting Derek Carr from 12 to 15 in ranking of quarterbacks. Yeah. So you're paying, you're overpaying this quarterback, and then because you're overpaying him, you don't feel like you can afford this defensive superstar. Yep. That's my I- take. I think it's ridiculous. And you gave up a second-round pick. You never give up a second-round pick. John Gruden never. said... John Gruden said he wasn't aware about the second. It's like, John Gruden, what is going on? And they traded the third-round pick this year for Martavius Bryant, who failed another drug test. They're just a shit show. They're a shit show. I'm not excited about that roster. I'm not excited about that team. I'm not excited to be a Raiders fan. Let's move on to the other three teams, because they're more exciting. Uh, I think it's going to be somewhat interesting division between those top three teams, almost. Who do you have in the... So I have, I have I go I go Chargers, Chiefs, and Broncos. Chargers, okay. if if they can keep, so if they can tighten up a little bit, they're kind of sloppy, and that's one of the reasons they lose all these close games. Um, so along with that, they're never healthy. They seem to always be bit by this injury bug. Um, they did bring back Antonio Gates. He he practiced Wednesday. Um, which is ridiculous. Which is insane that he's like he's a million years again, old, or he's coming to practice one. So like the fact that Antonio Gates is coming back, you know, it's it's crazy. They actually put Hunter Henry on the PUP list, so that means he's eligible to come back at some point in the year. Crazy, which I thought was really interesting. Um, yeah, if he comes back, it it will be like nothing we've ever really seen before. And maybe they're so saving. What him did he tear their- again? He tore his ACL. There's no way. 
So they're they're hoping that he's able to come back. I'm guessing for a playoff run. Yeah, maybe like maybe after the first game of the playoffs. I I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Or a deep like maybe the Super Bowl or something. If they're planning and getting how how many months away is the Super Bowl? It's in January. It's in right? February. It's oh, in it's February. in February. It's it's always early February. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so September, October. Well, he he tore it like a month ago too, right? So August, September, October, November, December, January, February. That's seven months. Seven months. I. Good luck. It is possible. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. KG style. Chargers are good. Crazy good defense. Offense is going to produce. Melvin Gordon is a beast. Yep. Philip Rivers, as long as he doesn't fall off a cliff, you know, um, he takes a cool. space shuttle to work every day so he can get away from his 17 children, which is cool, I guess. Bro, you have um, 17 children. Yeah. And then the Chiefs, I really like the Chiefs this year. Pat Mahomes, it, it's it's gonna it's it's gonna come up it's gonna depend on how Pat Mahomes plays. You know, like if, if he's yeah. a beast, they're gonna be a beast. Should be cool. It should be way different. Alex Smith was always reluctant to throw that deep bomb, and Pat Mahomes is a gunslinger. He he wants to yuck it. He's got a rocket for an arm and he wants to he wants to throw the ball. Elk Smith, sneaky athletic. Pat Mahomes also very athletic. So gives the offense a lot of complexity. You know, we know the big names, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. Um, what's the running back's name? I guess I don't know the name. Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt, thank you. They have a ton of offensive firepower. Um, uh, who's the safety that's coming back? The one with the beautiful he, eyes. He tore his ACL. Eric no. Berry. Eric Berry, yeah. He does have Eric beautiful Berry. eyes. You should look at those does things. He? Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's an attractive man. Nice. Are they Randall Cobb level eyes? No, they're very similar to Randall Cobb. <laughs> Dude, Randall he has Cobb the same has like hazily kind of eyes. Yeah. Like hazily bluish yeah, eyes. It's the they're same like thing. Absolutely gorgeous. But yeah, okay. that's what I'm talking so about. Eric Berry Eric Berry is coming back. Um Broncos, their defense gave up halfway through the year last year because they realized their quarterback was Paxton Lynch <laughs> and some other <laughs> laundry bag. <laughs> Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. Okay. The best so, way I can describe Trevor Simeon is like a lumpy bag of dirty laundry. <laughs> All right. And Paxton Lynch, for that matter. They're the yeah. same. Lumpy Who bags got released? of dirty laundry. Yeah. So I'm so taking the Chargers as well as the winner, but I think the second team in this division is going to be the Broncos because I think that defense is still good. I think they're a very good defense. They got Bradley Chubb, uh, Yo, Bradley and that's a Chubb great addition. Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, uh, who else they got on this defense? Oh, they got my boy Marquette King. Just saw that. Let's go. Miss, I'll miss oh, him. Oh, yeah, nice. Chris Harris. Dude, it was so funny. The Raiders' first thing was to get rid of Marquette King. Gruden's he like, must be kind of annoying. <laughs> well, because he's a diva and he's a punter, and yeah. John Gruden like hates that, so he just <laughs> kicked so him stupid. out. Stupid. Who cares? Marquette King is like elite punter. He's really which good is at a it. Stupid thing, but he's awesome. Yeah, and I think the step up to Case Keenum is gigantic. Like, I think that's a gigantic shift. You have like the thirtieth to thirty fifth best quarterback in the league, and you 
get like a top 15 to 20 or something. I don't know. Like, but that difference though is huge because now you have a serviceable option there. And I think yeah. they have still good position players with Damaris Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, I like Royce, uh, Royce Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, dude, they got they got some players. I, I really think they could be the dark horse in this division, and I wouldn't be surprised if they actually end up winning this division. I think it'd be okay. very, I, I think it'd be very, you know, it, it'd be crazy, but you know, don't be too surprised. They have a shot. I'd say they're a dark horse. Not likely, dark horse. Moving on. We'll go to the AFC North, uh, the division where cold things happen, and uh, me and Fraser have to finish this podcast so we can watch Hard Knocks, because um, <laughs> it comes out tonight at 10 p.m., which is right now, so let's hurry up and wrap this thing up. Uh, this is the division nah, with the Ravens. This, like a three-hour-long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Ravens. Uh, the internet. <laughs> Ravens, Bengals, Browns, and Steelers. Fraser, you're picking the Browns, right? I had the Browns going to the Super Bowl in the beginning of the year, and I have them going to the Super Bowl still. No, I had the Steelers. Okay. Steelers are just good at football. Um, They have a ton of offensive weapons still. Juju Smith-Schuster is, you know, we'll we'll see how his second year is, but all signs are pointing to him being a good NFL player. TJ Watt. I'm really excited to see him play this year. He was really good last year, and I think he'll be really good again this year. Um, but I don't know. They definitely have some holes. Their yeah. offensive line isn't great. Their defensive if line isn't great. Big Ben gets injured, too. Yeah, I think they're going to be a part of a lot of high-scoring games. But I, they're probably the best there is in this division. But I think it's going to be pretty close. At the end of the year, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals or the Ravens took over the number one spot. So I got the Bengals number two. Mm-hmm. They just kind of had a really weird year last year. Mm-hmm. Really weird year. Um, AJ Green went down. I think it was his first season, maybe since his rookie season, where he hasn't been a thousand-yard receiver. Um, well, I mean, they got some pieces. Mm-hmm. They got some uh, so, pieces, man. I guess let me talk. I mean, that's my dark horse. That's my pick for this division yeah. winner is the Bengals. I got yeah. the I got the Bengals because that defense is is nice. I mean, that's that's a good. Gino Atkins that's is good. Terrifying. That's, that was the exact word you took. The words right out of my mouth. Gino Atkins is a total monster. <laughs> he, he is, is so a good. <laughs> frightening human being. The Bills have a bad O line, but they have a really bad O line, especially when they're against Gino Atkins. Yo, like Gino Atkins is like an elite, elite defensive tackle, or de- defensive. He's just a great lineman. I don't even know what they put him. Yeah. They put him everywhere. Doesn't really matter. Uh, and if that animal. offense stays, you know, they have a lot of talent now. Joe Mixon, AJ Green, Tyler Eifert, Giovanni Bernard, you know, John Ross. They have a lot of guys that were drafted early that have a lot really of talent. Like John so, Ross this year. Yeah. So you know if they have a resurgence, and Andy Dalton can be a game manager and can be like the Alex Smith of the AFC North, I can, I think this team is going to win the division. And I think there's too many holes with the Steelers. You got no Le'Veon Bell coming back right now. There's no end in sight. We don't know when he's going to come back. So how are we going to know that you have the best running back possibly in the league even be able to play? Um, yes, you have Juju Smith-Schuster and Antonio Brown, but Ben Roethlisberger is going to fall off a cliff at some point. And I think it could be this year. And it worries me. So, Andy Dalton's still in the prime of his career, quote-unquote. Um, <laughs> he's not 
<laughs> you know, he's not too old, and he's a decent quarterback. And if Yo. he gets it to the right players, I think AJ Green's an elite receiver, and I think that this team could totally win the division. And that's who I'm picking. I'm picking the Bengals. I think Andy Dalton's the official quarterback of the Masters of Mediocrity. He's no, just he totally super is. mediocre. He's, he's super really good, mediocre. He's really good at being mediocre. He's very he mediocre. Is. He'll bring you to 10 and 6, though. He'll do it. He'll get it done. 10 to 6. The one thing I'm a little frightened with the Bengals is you are counting on a lot of players making leaps forward in order to be a good team. You're counting on Tyler Eifert being healthy, which hasn't happened in a while. You're counting on Andy Dalton to be slightly better than mediocre. You're You're hoping John Ross, who I don't think had a reception last year, takes a step forward this year. And you're hoping that Joe Mixon is the player that you thought he was when you drafted him. Yeah, I would say these steps-ups are not that big, though, in comparison to what you need for other teams. You kind of... Those are pretty big... Like, think about those players, though. Like, all those players have to go forward in order for Mm -hmm. them to have the number one team in the division. That's the only thing that I'm worried about. But if those things do break right, they are going to be right there. Yeah, um, the Ravens, totally. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco is going to be a good quarterback this year because he has the pressure coming from behind him. Um, you think one bet? Huh? Yeah. You think he will? I don't think he will. You don't think he'll be good? He'll be on I his think best he'll, behavior. He'll be on his best behavior, but I don't think he'll be good this year. I think he's not good anymore. I think he was fine for a while and now I don't think he's very good. I don't I think know. Alex Collins is going to be the best part of that opposite, offense. Yeah, I think they have a decent old line. You know, nothing to scoff at. But I don't like the receivers. Uh, you know, I I don't think they have any explosiveness out of the receiver rule, um, which is going to hurt Alex Williams. And I don't think their defense is good enough to make up for their lack in production. That I think they're going to see an offense. This could be the fourth yeah, team in the division, it, in my opinion. I think they could easily be fourth. I don't think John Brown is the guy to do it when it comes to explosiveness. That's my opinion. Dude, the Browns, though. The Browns are going to most likely be fourth, honestly. I'm always going to bet against Hugh Jackson. <laughs> but their always. talent is kind of ridiculous. Like They've done actually a really good job of assembling talent. Like Jamie no, Collins, have. Jabril Peppers, like... Uh, just looking through this, I'm just looking through the list of players. They have Jarvis Landry, Tyra Taylor, Nick Miles Chubb, Garrett. Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett. Yo, Miles a- Garrett is him and Aaron Donald, like two of the most dense human beings alive. Yo, he takes off his shirt. You're like, what is that? Yo, right on the periodic table, it's like lead, some other heavy ass element, and then Miles <laughs> Garrett. <laughs> He's nice next to his titanium. A, his atomic number is like fucking twelve million. <laughs> And they have a better quarterback. Tyra Taylor is much better than what they had last year. Yeah. That's why I think it could be the Flacco's. The Flying Flacco's in fourth. Okay, but hear me out. Hear me out on this bet. Hear me now. Hear me now. So, Joe Flacco, under 15 interceptions. He's only ever gone over 15 interceptions. One is in his career. And if he's on pace... To go over 15 interceptions, he will 100% be replaced at quarterback. <laughs> so there is no way to lose on this bet. Either he That's performs like, okay, better. Okay, but that doesn't mean they're going to be good, though. 
No, I know. I'm just saying a bet I like. <laughs> Shit. I'm trying to make it, it's like, good... have some people win some money. That's a good bet, though. I agree with that, but I just think If that you can find bad. it, Flacco under 15 is a great bet. Great bet. Cool. Is that is there anything Lasted. else you want to say about that division? Or you want to move on nah. to the last one we got? Nah, I got to go to bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> go to the AFC South. Uh, this is the division of hate that, or basically that me and Frazier just didn't care about in any way. And I'm not going to, not sure we really care about still. Uh, the AFC South, there's uh, a lot of bro. snoozers Texans, Colts, Jags, and Titans. I'm actually kind of fired up for this division. (laughs) Did Jalen Ramsey get you fired up? No, I just was going through the teams and I was like, this is going to be a competitive division. I think they're all going to be really close. I think the winner of this division is going to be nine and seven, something like that, or like eight and eight. They're going to be one of those like weird, super low for some reason division winning. Dude, I don't know why, but I am enamored with the Titans. <laughs> I am in love with them. I have no idea. <laughs> I think they underperformed like crazy last year. I think they should have been so much better than they were last year. And Mike Malarkey just dragged them down to the pits of hell. <laughs> it was like they were down in the seaweed. They are down with that lake monster from Kim Possible. They were just like stuck in the weeds. They couldn't get out. And I just think that they have a ton of talent. Um, they made some pretty good signings too. Like they got Malcolm Butler. Um, what was the Lewis? Who did they? Oh, Deion Lewis. I like that signing. Jarrell Casey's still a beast. Um, Corey Davis has shown signs and should be a pretty good wide receiver this year. I like. He better be. Um, Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker is just going to keep putting up his good numbers. They just have a, a a pretty talented team, and I think that they should take a step forward. I I kind of I I wanted to put the Jags ahead of the Titans, but I was just kind of feeling the Titans. So you're going um, with the Titans the Jags winning did, this division? Yeah, Titans winning. That's the crazy. Division. That's so crazy. There's no I way know, they win right? the division. There's literally no way they win this division. I would bet on that. I'll bet on them not winning the division. No, because... All right. Fine, let's do it. Five bucks, the Titans don't win the division. Do I get some sort of like... Yeah, you get $10 if they win the division. Okay, cool. I'll take that. All right. Lock it in. Damn, I just lost five bucks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so Yo, back your boys are, up back your boys up i like the titans dude if mike vabrell who bill simmons who loves the patriots more than anything kept talking about <laughs> mike vabrell vabrell is like the closest to bill belichick it wasn't any of these like other dudes vabrell is a smart dude i just think he'll be able to boost up the titans whatever so i got the titans i don't even know why i feel so strongly about them and i think marcus I is not two. that great but who? Marcus Mariota, I think, is not that good. I think he... He's been coached improperly, but I still don't think he he's that great. He hitched to a really shitty wagon. It's true. He didn't hitch himself to a star. He couldn't. He, <laughs> not he his... hitched himself to a star behind a horse, and I'm talking about a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> he hitched himself to us. A brown star. <laughs> 
Horses <laughs> butthole. That's what he hates himself to. <laughs> he's the guy that holds the bag. He's the one that's he's holding the little uh, so Mike the poop, Malarkey the poop was trough. The boop, it was the poop bag. That's what Mike Malarkey was, and poor Marcus Mariota was hitched to that. It's disgusting. <laughs> so can we I, talk about any I other get, team, please? Yeah, <laughs> the on. Jags. I got the Jags number two. They didn't have any injuries last year, and their skill position dudes suck. They suck. <laughs> yeah, Leonard Fournette's good. They suck. Yeah, Leonard Fournette. Name one other person you feel confident in that offense. Keelan Cole. You feel if confident I, in Keelan Cole? You could name Keelan Cole. You don't feel confident in that name. No, uh, yeah, I guess, but I, I feel like he'll do fine. I don't think they're, they're going to need a lot out of that offense is really what I would argue. I think that defense is going to be so dominant that they'll win the division just because of their defense. They'll be the Ravens of old. I think that defense is ridiculous. Clay's yeah, Campbell as long is as they don't have one of my injuries, favorite players in the league. Yeah, but they haven't had any injuries. They've had no injuries. Okay, do you know what I'm saying? Like if that's I'm yeah, not saying I, I, it's I, not one of those things. I think it's they like have, oh, you're due, but if they have more pl- if they have more players get injured on offense, I don't think the drop downs gonna be that big. So I don't. I still think they're gonna win because I think that defense is just too monstrous. That's just my I'm that's my an, opinion. Uh, injury on the defense, dude. If they get an injury in their defense, they're in rough shape. Okay, sure, sure. I could see. All I right, guess I could see after that. After that, I got the Texans. People are hyping up the Texans like crazy. Too much. Too, we haven't too, seen too JJ much. Watt. We haven't seen JJ Watt play real football in three years, mm-hmm. where he was dominant and elite. And everyone's kind of counting on him coming back and being that level. Jadavian Clowney is still a monster. A great get, signing, get I would say, Tyron Matthew. Yeah, yeah that's the honey badger say. with a really good signing. I think everyone needs to pump our, the brakes a little bit on Deshaun, though. We haven't seen him do it over a full year. Think about how electric RG3 was with the Redskins. I'm not saying that they're the same level of player, but I'm just saying, like, you don't really know yet. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. And I think it's too soon to say that they're going to win the division and they're going to be a force. They could. They definitely could. But I think it's just too soon. I don't trust them yet. Yeah, I'm but going. They, I think out of all the things I said, I think this is one of the ones that could bite me in the ass the most. I'm going Jaguars, then I'm going Texans, Titans, and then Colts. And I want to talk about the Colts just because they're not a good roster. They just aren't. They don't have good so. players. No, I, I I don't like much of what they have besides Andrew Luck and. I guess Anthony Costanzo is a good tackle. I, I, I'm literally just looking at their roster right now, and Jack Doyle's okay. Uh, I I don't love most of what they have on here. They don't have a playmaker on defense. They don't have uh, basically good depth on defense. No, they got uh, a good safety, Hooker. Malik yeah, Hooker. okay. But isn't he a rookie? No, no, second year. Second year player. Okay. Right, right. So Hooker, you're right. I forgot about Hooker. But... I don't think he's, I don't think he's the same type of player like a Harrison Smith. Alex Collins. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, I Alex think Collins. that. Who, who, who's the safety for the Giants? Lydell Collins, thanks. Lyle Collins. Yeah. yeah. So that's 
you know, I'm not super excited about who they have on defense. And I think their offense is very fragile, especially if Andrew Luck gets injured. I mean, Jacoby Brissett is okay as a backup, but their skill position players are... There's no Deshaun Kaiser. (laughs) Oh, God. I think they're exactly the same, actually. Um, (laughs) But then, I just don't think... I think they need a guy like Andrew Luck to be able to make up for the deficiencies they have in receiver and running back that I have very little confidence in. If Andrew Luck is 100% or 95% of what he used to be, they could easily be the number one team in this division. Oh, I think no way. I think no way. I'd say no way they they win this division. How many wins do you think they'll get this year? Five. I'll take the over. Okay. Another five. Another five bucks. No, I'm good. I don't need to bet on this. I just feel confident the Colts won't be that good. Put your money where your mouth is. Batch. <laughs> Batch. <laughs> I looked something up. You're gonna Let's look up the what Col- their actual over under yeah, is. Because I'm not gonna bet on this, but I want to know what their over under actually is this year. I'd say six and a half. I wish it was. Easy. I don't know. Google. This. I'm not super. I, I I think they're. I think they're better than people really think. I don't think they have a ton of big name, big name players that we know of yet. And I think some of that might be due to the fact that we were without Andrew Luck for all of last year. Indianapolis Colts, twenty eighteen win total over under six and a half. Hey, gang, gang! I said six and a half. I'm taking the under. I'll take the over. Even. For sure. Okay, sure. All right, sounds good. Another five bucks. <laughs> Another five bucks. We won't remember these. Listeners, yeah, please remind us. we will not remember these all. Please someone tweet us us like at the end of the year and say, like, hey, Frazier, you idiots forgot $736. <laughs> I'm getting this off of Odd Sharks, by the way, which was That's sub- fine. published September 4th. So, Cool. All right, is that that's uh that's all the divisions. We Do you got can't the talk. No, nah, we'll, we we can't talk. We can't anymore. talk about that anymore. We got too much. We got you a lot of content for today. Hopefully, this we will be did. out on Wednesday uh, for you guys. It will be out Wednesday. Yeah, I'm working without internet, so I will be um sending this off from work tomorrow morning. <laughs> Very nice. We'll hope you all enjoyed it, and uh, hope you guys you know can go against us and pick who you think is going to win the division. See how you yeah, fare us against know, us. Let us know how you guys feel. If there was anything, uh, you know, any division winners you guys would have picked or whatever, we'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback. You know, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Love the comments. Um, you know, football season starting, so we're going to be real active on all of those social medias, uh, posting a ton of stuff. Uh, I've been trying to post a lot of the breaking news stuff as it's been happening on the Twitter account. So go check that out. Um, as and as always, this podcast was sponsored by Mr. Ballcaps, uh, MrBallcaps.com, greatest selection hats, vintage clothing wear out on the market, personally personally picked by your boy. Um, ton of unworn vintage new era hat that you will not find anywhere else. Um, use co- promo code T M O M at checkout. T M O M T Mom at checkout. All caps. For 15% off your whole order, any order over $50, free shipping. So go check that out. We're going to be trying getting some apparel up soon. 
um, some ball clap exclusive designs. So uh, keep your eye out for that. Um, and yeah, so that's what we going got going on right now. Thank you all, Pass. everyone. Have a good have a good night. That's it. Oh, for that's me. it. Okay. Yeah. Deuce. That's it. Peace. I.